Continuing with the additional halachot that the Shulchan Aruch lumps together with uh, Shachianu, yesterday we mentioned the the bracha of when one person sees a king. We point out only say the bracha with Shem Lahut, king or president, premier of a country, only if two conditions are met. That leader is appearing in his or her regal uniform, as well as they have the power to over the death penalty, even if it's just to grant clemency. Um, so if he's so... Many kings on one day. So you have to say multiple times, different kings, different bracha each time. However, if you see all of them together, you make one bracha. So that's probably going to be more common um, if you see this at all perhaps at a state funeral or something like that, where you have people showing up, leaders showing up in full regalia, and these are people who grant clemency. They may all show up together um, at some type of an event. It's one bracha for all of them. If you happen to see them sequentially, perhaps you're the guard standing outside, and you see them all arriving one by one, so then you would make each bracha each and every time. You see the king on the boat or in a car, and they know what the You don't know. You don't see him or her. You just you know they're there. That's the presidential limo. That's the queen's whatever fancy car she's driving in. So that doesn't count as seeing. You have to see the person themselves. Moving to the other end of the spectrum, a Jewish cemetery. So every thirty days, you have to make a recite a bracha. Who, it's, we're effectively talking about the dead people. But talking to them, it's a little bit strange. Who created you in judge, judge justice. And judged you. And took care of you appropriately. And brought you to life in, in judgment. And ended your lives in judgment. And knows all of your numbers. And in the future, will bring all of you back. It's a little bit strange because we're talking about etchem to you, which is a little bit strange because we're talking to the people, sort of, but we're talking about them, but to them, it's in the second person, it's a little bit strange. Doesn't matter when you see, we have a practice, we don't go to the cemetery on Shabbat or Yom Tov, but you could see a cemetery on Shabbat or Yom Tov, you should make a bracha. And let's say you, you drive by. That's your way to work. You drive by the cemetery. And there is a new kever in that cemetery. It's considered to be new, and you can make that bracha within 30 days. The challenge to this is that there are some places, so for example, in Eretz Yisrael, there are very large cemeteries, and they're overflowing, and people coming every day. People, as my grandfather used to say, are dying to get in. And on you know this happens and they get full so every day you'll pass you'll make a bracha that's unlikely what he wants you to do. This happens at a at a funeral when the person's at a funeral. So sometimes the onen, the person who's going about to sit shiva, whose relative is being buried, sees a kever for the first time in thirty days. So maybe they should say a bracha. The challenge is is that until the burial actually happens, that onen is exempt for from mitzvot and should not be saying brachot. And instead, it would be better if when they come back to the cemetery on the seventh day, the minhag is to be olela kever and yomashvi to say the bracha then. Have a wonderful day.